You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. It's time for Seminal Headlines, featuring Warchant.com's Jeff Cameron, Managing Editor Ira Chauffel, and Senior Writer Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU, Pistols and Pies, starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron. Hour number two, Seminal Headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio and Warchant TV. Don't forget to like and subscribe to Warchant TV if you're not already. Share with your friends so others can find it. Helps us do what we do. And we should say our thanks and gratitude towards uh, Dr. Birch, Birch Orthodontics. A ride or die. Ride or die orthodontist and uh, somebody that I see frequently, which it's a good thing we get along because mm. uh, I got two kids. They're all in the system. <laughs> yeah. As I call it's it. It's tough to get out, isn't you it? Can't, once you get in, in the system, yeah. you can't get out. You're hey, but you know what? You do. You come out and your teeth are straight and you're feeling better that you did it because they're the pros, pros, and the best in the business. I agree. It really is. And for families that don't, because I was in a family where none of, none of us got braces. Like I didn't get braces. My sister didn't get it braces. It was forbidden. My brother, we, yeah. we, we didn't have money. No it just seemed like something, you know, rich kids like the Clarks might get. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, it wasn't something that we were, it was on. But, and so I didn't really understand how important it was when our kids first started going. And then, like, once they get done and you see how good they feel about their smile, and I mean, it's the first thing people see. So it is a big deal. And I think, you know, a lot of times we joke around about, uh, Dr. Birch and her interest in Florida State Athletics and all the other reasons, but really, it's a it's a great investment for your family and for your kids to just feel better about themselves. And sometimes there's actual functional functional purposes as well, uh, you know, with their bite and all of that that needs to be fixed as well. But BirchOrthodox.com is the website, and they'll set up free consultations. They've got payment plans. I was about to say they make it easy. Yeah, I mean, you um, can, it couldn't be yeah, easy. You yeah. can navigate it pretty easily. And Tell them we sent you. tremendous work. Tell uh, them Iris sent you. Blake writes: Are you guys able to see any of the off season <clears throat> conditioning? Not right now, no. The the um so like last year we didn't get to see really anything of because I think that was still it was still they were so early in the protocol, like what's safe for media to be around Correct. and all that kind of stuff. By the last fall we were able to watch practices every oh, practice. We did get to see a tour of duty. That was we two, did two years ago two years before ago? COVID oh, okay. kinda hit. All right. Um so we haven't seen that since twenty twenty. It would be neat to see it now because you feel like it's a lot better. The problem is everybody wants to see every like the fans want us to have access to tour of duty and those off season workouts. And I agree with the fans. The yep. problem is, and you've been through them at the mm-hmm. college level. Mm-hmm. It isn't exactly glamorous. It sucks. Yeah, and, and it's so, boring too. Well, but, just to watch. But so you're going to go out there and see 85 to 100 guys running and puking, yeah, and, and miserable. And some more. So you know what I'm saying. So yeah, we my. The hope is that he'll let us see one at the end of the fall. That's what at the end of February. That's what Jimbo used to do. That's what Coach Bowden would do, uh, and that's what he did it's before the COVID. The fruit of our labor. They, yeah, this is the finished product going into spring football. I like so to get an idea one. about uh, hip flexion, 
uh, explosion, right. uh, that kind of stuff. You, and you, you can watch, get that in the tour of duty. Take a good look at the defensive ends. Make sure they can really the twitch. I'm looking for twitch. Oh, you're the lean. The get body, the body lean, lean is lean big. Is in, yeah. Get yeah. off is always important, but yeah. the body lean. Get off the, is. The, the, the body lean is is We're really all worried about too. that. Yeah. <laughs> Nancy writes, North Carolina. Oh man, no. Come on, let's go. We could not help ourselves. Uh, We're we, just children. You. No, no. Ira looked right over here right when it happened. We were both laughing. North Carolina didn't give Coach K a parting gift, but I didn't hear if FSU did. Jeff, Corey, and Ira, what gift would you choose to give Coach K upon his departure? Maybe a frame shot of the snare, frame picture of the snare Ooh, shot with snares. I like it. that one. That's a good one. That would be funny if all the because I mean he he could take that in the way it's intended. Man, you were the best coach and you had the best program for the last thirty years. But here's our cool moment we had against you. So put that up in your office somewhere. <laughs> maybe maybe a court storming pick because he enjoyed those court storming. He really did. That was you yeah, so much. Yeah. So maybe one of those. If you can find one where you can pick him out running towards the exit. Yeah, with this, with, with the walk-ons are leading the, the way like they're the battering rams. No, remember for their the time, and I totally forgot about when and uh, Richie Barnes, an FSU fan, yeah. tweeted about it. The uh, the time where he left the walk-ons on the that court. Was Roy. That was Roy. Oh, was that Roy? That he was wasn't Roy. worried that was about their safety. <laughs> it was that was the, the that was the that was the donkeys game. He's like. Barnes, Kendall Marshall, get off the court. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you guys, guys, I don't know your name, Scrappy yeah. and Scrappy Do. Y'all stay here and run out the last 45 seconds. Uh, I would give him a picture of an extended middle finger. I was happy to see Coach K leave. So Yeah, but apparently, I mean, Shire's got the top three guys in the country signed to Duke next Imagine year. Imagine that, Duke, Isn't that weird? well. I mean, North Carolina's not doing that. They did, Their transition wasn't seamless. Gator Kirk writes, Good afternoon, gents. If the three of you were to open a restaurant... Mm. What would be the name and the type of featured food? It would be called Corey's. For example, Urban Meyer and Brian Kelly's would be grinders. <laughs> oh, oh, man. And Register Sausage <laughs> would be featured. Softball starts Friday, guys. Good Knowles. Good, good. Yes, it does. Number six in the country, yep. softball team. I, I, I'm such a, uh, an ass when it comes to this because I'm, I'm excited for them. They're great. They're going to be great. They have to play Oklahoma out in Oklahoma City when this is all said and done, and that'll be that. Maybe somebody else will take care of Oklahoma. You don't have to worry about it. You don't have to do the dirty work. Uh, I don't know. Do. I mean, Ira, Ira came from a restaurant family, so he I feel did. like he'd, he'd run like it. I feel like we should make something simple that we can all make. Like, if I have to take over the store for the day or the restaurant for the day, I can handle it. So, what about like we just do muffins? I mean, I don't like, want to be a, a lot guy of that owns a muffin store. Well, that like you know, the, blueberry and strawberry muffins, chocolate chip muffins. I really don't think we need to cook a whole lot. I think yeah. it's just that the idea is we're going to be there. Yeah. There's a good chance we're going to be well, there. What kind of food are the people coming in to get? Maybe some, you know, PB and J. Some. I, mean, I, I don't know. Whip up some, get it some chicken salad. I was thinking like a like a, a Philly cheesesteak type thing. Those seem easy to make, right? You're they just, are easy to make. So I feel like we could do that. We could do burgers. We could do that. Yeah, just a grill. It's going to be a grill. It's going to be, okay, a, it's gonna be a, a grill. A grill. Yeah. We're getting to the bottom yeah. of this here. It's going to be whatever grill. It's going to be the Seminole Headlines grill. Not Corey's. Not Corey's. Corey's grill. No. Corey's grill featuring Well, Jeff then you're going to work more to the hours. <laughs> and we're <laughs> no, still we going to split the profits. Yeah, okay. Fair. Can I be the bartender? You I will, feel like I'd be the most affable will, and best bartender of the bunch. You might have a better. Know, you might man. have a better selection than, than this I feel guy. like I would be the most affable. All you would do is sit around drinking Mick Ultra. Well, sure, but so then by ten o'clock at night, I'm not yelling at customers like you would be. I'm not yelling at anybody. I feel like you. Could, I feel we, like you have we've a hung out How many times have we hung out and I've had really rich, beautiful right. beers, and I've not yelled at you. I've not said anything mean to anybody. I feel like there's a t- there's always a darkness looming in you. <laughs> 
It's a, just it's bubbling. Ha- it's, it's just under the bubbling surface. beneath the surface. You might be right about that. But I don't know that if I were attending bar that I, I would, would hope suddenly, not. I would, would just, hope not. Like I was the Incredible Hulk, and it yeah. was going to come out of. You know what? That's it, Tom. I've had about enough of this. Get out. Yeah. Do we need a bouncer? Who would? Can we? Can we By the time it? we open this restaurant, we're all too old to be bouncers for ourselves. So it's yeah. going to have to be somebody we'll get some else. Bouncers. We'll yeah. get a nil deal for football players. Menelik Watson. Yeah, right. that's not a bad idea. The nil for like the the two fattest lines. You know, and we could organize it through our friend Keith Cottrell. He could do it. First of all, he he's going to be bouncer. the bouncer. Yeah, he's but in he's good a shape. Dude. He's, he's a big, a big dude. dude. But he also has access to all these guys, right? Sure. So we'd have a pipeline of players. Gator Kirk just a, came up with a million-dollar plan. Uh, all right, Ryan writes, fellas, aside from <laughs> And Joel could be our lead investor, our angel. <laughs> Joel is our investor. All right, Joel, make it happen. Ryan writes, fellas, aside from Corey masquerading as sliced bread... <laughs> <laughs> what are? I almost changed my Twitter handle to sliced oh, bread. That would be, be funny. so good. What are your burner handles on Bro Bible? <laughs> <laughs> We're Malcolm Tatum days from softball season. Yay, softball. Uh, thank Malcolm you, Ryan, Tatum. as always. That's an old school reference, yeah, man. That's is. really funny. Yeah. Malcolm Tatum. Uh, your burner handles on Bro Bible. I yeah. have not been to Bro Bible until Jimbo referenced have Bro you, Bible. Have you since? I have. I have not. I went to Is Bro it for Bible. all college football teams? Yeah, you can, you can watch. It's, lots of, it's not just college football. There's a lot oh, of okay. other stuff on there. Um, <laughs> the, the whole thing about that thing is him it, saying sliced bread over and over again is the best. That's pretty funny. But just the idea that he's so offended by something that is pretty much legal now. Yeah. And also possibly true. And very, <laughs> <most> very <laughs> possibly. Very, very likely true. They have maybe the best recruiting class of all time yeah. and more five-star recruits than like every other conference other than the SEC. And we're supposed to believe it's all because they just like Jimbo and the way he dances apparently. Yeah, yeah. Miles writes, and he took a he zoomed in a picture of you and Corey next to each other. They're on press row. This was oh, at a game. There you, go. there you go. Probably a he recent even, game. Even circled it in red. I like that. <laughs> if you couldn't tell, yeah, I love that. That cracks me up, fellas. My only question is, where's the Mick Ultra sitting at midcourt in the very top row with an ice cold Mega Mick? It really sunk in how inferior the AC, ACC is in every aspect: athletic play, officiating, commentating, TV times and commercials. But hey. At least I can end my suffering with my underwater tactical razor. Yeah. Well done, Miles. Well done. That's true. That's uh, the ACC Network. It's one of their uh, fine products that they sell on that, on that wonderful network. Well, I was, I was the explaining to the listener, man. They, Not everybody knows the tactical gear. So what did, what did Tom get? The glasses. He got the, got the glasses, glasses where you yeah. can see the eagle. <laughs> Has he seen one at yet? At night. You can see him at night. Has he seen one yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says he? you can. Yeah, oh, they, they, it comes with this thing where it's a mirror. <laughs> so they actually, yeah, it's amazing. Uh, all right, Jason Rice. Do you guys think our seven footers are actually making other teams shoot better by increasing the arc on their threes? I found an NBA mock draft that has John Butler actually going ahead of Matthew Cleveland, by the way, but both are projected as first rounders. Hamilton has earned the right to coach as long as he wants, I guess. I'll be very disappointed if we try to push him out the door after a couple of bad seasons. Yeah, no, I, I don't think we're going to try to push him out the door anytime soon. They've gone to back-to-back-to-back sweet 16s. They've had uh, more than just a modicum of success. They've had a ton of success at a place that I continue to argue, really, you ought not and likely will not have consistent success for uh, many, many years after he's gone. It's it's Well, if they do lose Butler in Cleveland, which well, you may really hope they he don't. He may want to retire well, at well, that point. But then he's going to have to go. He really is going to have to go hard Man, in the portal. I, I, I know that Butler is bandied about, but. I mean, what, what is he, four years away from being able to play in an NBA basketball game? I mean, that frame. Well, I don't know if it's four years away. We haven't seen away. anything It might like be that. two or three, though. I mean, I Durant mean, make, I mean Durant's a muscle and, man compared well, to Butler. But also Durant's seven feet and can do everything that, I mean, come on. 
Well, that's what I'm saying. But if you yeah. want to, if you want to project him and like, okay, he he can't handle the ball. He's a he's 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 he a moves good shooter. Beautifully. He's, he's not a Durant shooter, shot, but no. he could be. Um, but man, he can't. No, every point guard in the league, including maybe even Trey Young, can bully him out of the lane. Like he's just not strong enough to be anywhere. He's close certainly to not. Him. Yeah, he's certainly even a G away. League. Those those twenty five year olds in the G League will be pushing him around. I mean that that I don't think but, he's going anywhere. By the way, that I, would be. Cra- I mean, it would be. I, yeah, I mean, I get it if, if they draft on potential. But Let me ask you well, the, really specifically. You've not heard any word of that. Just that there's a feeling, and I think as he's talking about these mock drafts, so there's a feeling, and just from hearing people Butler's talking to be scouts, really good. That, that if he did enter his name, like some teams might feel like they have to draft him because they would want him in two years. They know what he's going to do, yeah. So, mm. But you just, you know, I mean, I mean, you just have to hope. Now. Yeah, because, I mean, look, both of those guys could end up being top five picks. If they stay in college, oh, if they stay in college, because neither are close. Yeah. No, no, no. What I'm saying <laughs> yeah. is, so that's the that would be the you know man the selling you, point. Just wait, yeah, just yeah. wait, man. You be have some long term vision right. here. Plus, we got this not, nil money coming up. I mean, the difference between these guys and Scotty Barnes and Patrick Williams is those guys were top five picks after one year. Well, they had NBA bodies already. Right, they these were guys NBA bodies. Yeah. Right. Well, Cleveland's well, got, Cleveland's NBA, got NBA body, just not NBA offense yet. But he he's got an NBA body. But well, but even but even Cleveland's not. Not even close to the body type that Scotty Barnes was. No, but he's I not. Mean, Scotty far. Barnes is a freak. Yeah, when but, the first time you ever saw him, when you just look at it, I mean, it sounds ridiculous, but we do measure athletes this way. That kind of thickness, that kind yeah, of yeah, stuff. Yeah. I mean, that was absurd. It's like the Boncher- Boncaro kid. Yeah, I but mean, who, who looks like that but, at eighteen? Nobody. But, but Cleveland is special. I mean, he's. Gonna I don't. Be I don't yeah, disagree. Athletically, he athletically is. is special, but uh, he doesn't look like Scotty Barnes. Uh, what's up, partners? Writes Walter. Uh, Yippee Kaye, Jimbo. If FSU is seven and zero after a win over Clemson at home, do they rank the Knowles in the top twenty? I think yes, but I have no co- uh, confidence in folks who do the rankings. Walter, if the Knowles are seven and zero with wins over like LSU, LSU Clemson, and Clemson, yes, they're in the top ten at that point. I might add that'd be at, at NC State too. Would have already happened by yeah, then. The, yeah, they'd be the top eight. They'd yeah. be they'd be they'd be talking they about them on the top five. They'd be talking about them on the playoff show. Yeah. That and game be, control will make a, a return appearance for the first time in eight years. But also, the Knowles That's aren't going to be seven. Probably not going to happen. No. Yeah, it'd be nice, man. Right. If it did, though, man, Woo! if it did, I I just want to see it. I want to see what so what, it, what feel, it's like. I'm gonna I'm gonna embrace it so much. I feel like uh, sort of this is uh, it's a ubiquitous element of the of the Seminole Headline Show, which is that somewhere along the way, when we turn around a question, we have to ask you whether or not you do an hour number two. So if there's seven, seven and oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. are we going to get an hour number two? I mean, yeah, we get an hour number one, uh, segment number two. What if a softball sweeps our season opening tournament this no, weekend? No, I don't. No. That's expected, Ira. We can't. That's that. expected. Uh, Lonnie's built that thing to a place. I'm not going to. I'm not going to even entertain that. We didn't tradition. get one for a soccer national title. No, we didn't. Again, Krikorian's built that thing to a place where it's expected. He blew it. La- he blew it five months earlier. Or they they would have, that have been two in uh, a calendar year. It's a little bit like storming the court when you win a big basketball game. I don't disrespect Hamilton like that. By the way, they haven't won a game <laughs> since. They, well, no, they did. They beat Miami. But still, that might have, that might have angered the you basketball guys. They, you might they beat Miami again. Beat Miami again for nine, the yeah. ninth straight time. Uh, Mike writes, since Jimbo started the tradition and now that basketball season is pretty much over with turkey season right around the corner, which one of you three are planning to go turkey hunting with Coach Norvell? I, I I don't hunt, so that would not be me. There was a can we we can talk. This is public because it was on our tribal council. The uh, when we did the whole Jimbo Chronicles and the one <laughs> the one poster. Do you remember that story that yeah. went turkey hunting with Jimbo? Sliced bread. It was sliced bread on the on the tribal <laughs> council. Jimbo, look him up. Good dude. Good dude. Gets most of his facts exactly right. And he talked about the way Jimbo turkey hunted. 
which I don't know anything about it. No. I don't know about, I guess you, you call it a gobble or something, maybe. <laughs> you do that. You bring Jeff. You yeah. bring Jeff. He's yeah, the yeah. gobbler. I'll and then it, yeah. you. I guess you. I'll sit in a stand to do that all day. You think he would have shot one of us if we were out there with him? Like the Bobby Knight shot yeah, a buddy yeah, for a, for a turkey. So. You don't think he would have shot me? No, no. Did Bobby Knight shoot a buddy? I yeah, he shot was... a buddy in the oh. face. Just that like the former vice president. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They both did. Yeah. Oh, All right, well, so These guys are, the way the guy talked about it, and I'm completely ignorant on this, so I apologize. You kind of crouch like a, you know, you kind of crouch around trees and kneel down. And he said he looked back and Jimbo was on his stomach belly crawling. And he said how odd that was. But like I might they were have gotten, in Nam? Yeah, yeah. Belly crawling through Nam. He had his face painted. So <laughs> He was worried about those turkey talons. So I, I, that's the story I remember, but I don't know anything about turkey hunting, so I don't know if that's uh Did he paint his face? Did, yeah, yeah. did Jimbo go? I assume. He, the guy just said it was a real, and obviously he's a huge booster because he's turkey hunting with the coach. But he said it was uh, it was uh, it was something he had never seen was before. Was he the in all president of a certain bank in town? Turkey hunting. I don't. He might have. I don't. Uh, I, he didn't say. <laughs> I didn't know. Again, that he the was things on the about board. message boards, Jeff. Is yeah, they're anonymous. anonymous. Um. So, but yes. So anyway, but his He didn't care that much about his anonymity, right? Because he posted on a message board about turkey hunting with Jimbo. That's a small pool of people that can do that. I'm guessing who it is. But either way, um, the thought of Jimbo. Crawling around he cares the woods about killing some turkeys. It's, it's just a and funny now, image. Now, can you picture him? Because he's got not one but two ranches. As he oh, pointed he's out, just, he's on his belly the whole time. Yeah, he's <laughs> out there belly crawling every which way at <laughs> night. Not even hunting with his tat glasses. He yeah. can see anything. He can see the eagles. He's looking how at much, the American flag. How much do you think Jimbo up? would pay? How much do you think Jimbo would pay for one of those things where like they release us in the wild and he gets to hunt us? Oh, like mm. the most dangerous yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. Like, would he pay? Would he give? Five million for that? Man, I don't think I really think I don't think Jimbo would want to kill me or want to shoot me. I you think, guys, I think, I you think he'd might. like to kill you. I think you're the <laughs> I guy. I don't think he wants to kill me either. He finds us and is like, have you seen Ira? He's not shooting at us. He, he might, might wing wound you. Us. Yeah, he's gonna yeah. wound us. Uh I think he would hit us with the butt of his gun. <laughs> That's what I think he'd do. I don't <laughs> think we'd tell him where Ira is. I think like we would say he hog ties Ira it. is just over yonder. How many yeah. times would he have to hit you with the butt of his gun before you ratted me out? I would oh, say, I, as soon as he lifted up, I'd be like, he's over the hill. <laughs> I, I would say to him, if he was face-painted, I'd say, hey, coach, he's two clicks away. <laughs> <laughs> Seminole Headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio. Warsian TV continues in a moment. Hey, headliners and elite headliners. It's Ira here, and it's time to talk Shopify. As you remember, a couple of years ago, we wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you but we had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling yay sausage shirts and it's so easy all because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're a startup working out of your man cave or IPO ready, Shopify is the only tool you need to grow your business without all the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point of sale system we're offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Whatever you need, you're covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love most about Shopify is how, no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, 
grow with Shopify. Sign up today for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, and they'll help you grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Go to shopify.com slash warchant. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for Warchant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. All right, I'm actually interested in this next question. Are these Facebook, <laughs> oh, or, are these Facebook or Twitter? So I switched just now from Facebook to Twitter oh, because... It's about to get good. They were all Facebook that oh, first we segment. Got, we got some good Facebook questions. We did. Thought, Those yeah. Facebook questions were outstanding. We've got some more. Uh, we don't have a ton you know, right now, given the time of year. It's the doldrums. Yeah. yeah, we have it. Plenty uh, of Twitter. Bishop writes, with basketball having the ACC Big Ten Challenge and the Alliance coming to football, which conference, other than the SEC... Would you like to see pair off in baseball for a home-and-home? Home? Oh, buddy. Now, I care about these things because I love uh, the idea of traveling for college baseball games. In fact, I had a conversation with Mike Martin Jr. a year ago, and I don't know what's happened with this, and we need to get back on it if, it, if it's going to happen at all. I thought they were going to bring LSU into Pensacola and play in the minor league park up there, and we were going to get yeah. an FSU-LSU series. It's not, not happening? I don't know. I mean, that, I, I was told that that was going to happen at some point, but and I'm really excited about something like that. Um, there are a lot of great traditions. I know he doesn't want us to use the SEC. There are a lot of ballparks there that I would like to visit as a college baseball fan. Um, I will point out that it would serve no matter who we pair up with, whether that's the Big 12 or the Pac-12 or whomever it is you'd like to see us pair up with. The sad truth is when you visited those stadiums, they'd all be better than ours. Uh, because that is, that's the plight that we suffer from right now. I'm I think answer, the answer is the Pac-12. Pac-12. Well, of course yeah, it is, because yeah. the Stanford, uh, yeah. the Sunken Diamond would be great. Arizona Oregon State. State's got a really, really good team. Arizona's got a top 25 team. Arizona State is traditionally strong. Wazoo. Uh, I would, mm. uh, UCLA's usually got a good baseball team. They have a top preseason top 25 team this year. Uh, so I'm with you on that. I would say the Pac-12. Pretty, pretty campuses, too. Great Even campus. the one like Colorado, Utah, places like that, you'd like to you'd like to go there. Yeah, absolutely. Not that we travel for regular season baseball. But series, I want to nominate myself for the War Chant rep to make the travel. Okay, Pac twelve. If we pair, okay, all right. Only now, you guys pair. get you guys get to go if it's some other lesser tier conference. Can't they? It would be cool if they did like preseason tournaments the way like college basketball now has yes. all these tournaments in Hawaii. You would be great. Bring the northern teams down. Like do some sort of. Kind of like a postseason feel. Like an Advocare invitational thing. I mean, I don't know why I said Advocare. I just know they have one in Orlando right. So for the basketball. But, yeah, yeah, you're right. Something like that. Yeah. You know, bring some teams together. They do together. it for softball. And it doesn't have to be even like to crown a champion like where you don't play everybody. Just come down and let's play a, some teams you, you don't get, get to play You get against. four games guaranteed yeah. against, you know. Yeah, and I would like the, the mentality to shift. And I think it will, and I think it has slowly begun to happen for, for me. Look, man, you need to try your team. I mean, I, you need your team needs to be challenged early and often. Right. I don't care if your overall record ends up resembling something close to five hundred. The forty-one thing is not a priority anymore. It's it, off it, the it, table it now. It made sense yeah, to a degree then, when yeah. it's, but yeah. no, man. If you can play a series, one-off series with Georgia one year, turn around and play Arizona uh, later in the year, or at some point, uh, obviously you already play Florida. You know, can you start a season where you have a, a series against Stanford? We used to do that, by the way, but I mean, I, I would love right. that sort of a thing. I mean, just litter your schedule with real tests to find out what guys are and see what, yeah, yeah see how they the, handle that, especially the pitchers. Yeah, those guys that you 
you know, the midweek games against UNF or whatever don't tell you as much as they would on a weekend against one of those. No, and we end up limiting the number of guys for years. Mm-hmm. This was my biggest gripe about right. Mike Martin, who obviously had a ton of success. But, I mean, he would kind of settle in on his guys pretty early in the year, and even when you were afforded opportunities to give a guy a chance in a, in a crucial yeah. situation in a midweek, he wouldn't do it. I'm like, man, this is, it doesn't really matter. The result really doesn't matter right now. Just let's find out how this guy handles two on, one out in the seventh of a tie game. Let's see what this guy does in this situation. Hey, you're preaching to the choir, Jeff. Drove me nuts, man. But, I, I mean, I would... I'm, I'm all for the tournament. I think the tournaments, you, you invite six teams to, to Hauser or wherever, go on the road to Orlando or something, to Disney, but have a six- or eight-team tournament. Twelve, who cares? Just, yeah. Yeah, I would love it. I hope they do it. Uh, we've got a question that reads, is 2022 the year the Wolfpack of NC State win the Atlantic? And will they play and defeat the Miami Hurricanes in the ACC championship game, winning the ACC title for the first time since 1979? Boy, there would be a lot on the line if those two teams met. And yeah, has never, never won. Never won and, and hasn't won since, since 79. Jimmy Carter was president. Right. Hmm. And since the Pirates won the World Series. Oh, great year. Yeah, yeah. And the Orioles lost it. Uh, so, <laughs> sorry, sorry, Ira. Yeah. It's a softball. Uh, 79. I mean, I kind of think NC State could win. Man, I just the Atlantic. It, I feel like NC State's one of those teams when they're expected to do well, they always disappoint, and when they're not expected to do well, they can surprise you a little bit. But that's just kind of the mo of that whole athletic program, uh, every sport. So I feel like that's that's they're going to be a favorite. How are they going to handle that? Not well, I wouldn't imagine. Is just my initial thought. Unfortunately, I've got to give Dave Doran credit. They've been consistently good for a number of years now, and it doesn't seem right to say it out loud, but. He's done a good job. Matt writes, if you could pick any, and I like this question, if you could pick any past Florida State quarterback to be on this team as a starter or backup, excluding the Heisman winners, who would you pick? He says he would go with Christian Ponder. Christian was mobile, certainly, Matt. The problem was he also liked to fumble upon getting hit. Uh, That's just my two cents. Mm. Also a little injury prone. Yes, so there are those two factors that would have me concerned. I would uh, hearken back perhaps to a Dan Kendra and get Dan him moving Kendra. out. Okay. A little Dan Kendra action. How would he do in today's game? Big we don't burly know. Yeah. dude getting outside the tackles. Could run you over. Could also talk. You know, he could toss the picks a little yeah, bit. Yeah, he could. Yeah, yeah. So Dan Kendra might be a good choice. Uh, Matt also referenced him and some others. So anybody else there? I think, man, I, I really feel like Norvell would click with P.T. Willis. I think there would be just the like, – I think that kind of personality would be good in that offense. Plus, um, he's a, he's a an tough guy. quarterback here. He's he a good, tough dude. Good player. I think he would give some toughness to that team. So yeah, I'm going to go with him. Probably Exley. I feel like he was never he was never really he didn't get a right. chance here with those coaches to to unleash God. what he could be. I still remember a throw he made in practice that I was at, and I was standing down on the sideline. It's one of the best throws I've ever seen anybody ever make, and you just thought I remember in that moment thinking, "Well, this guy's a freak." He's going to be a superstar. I would have. I legitimately. He, he was just a. He was a decade too early in what college football is now. Well, I remember. Also, I don't know that he had an undying love. Maybe, of football, but he, my I, maybe it's hard to have an undying love when you're being coached by Jeff Bowden and Daryl Dickey. Like you know, you're not getting great coaching. Um, but it, it. But that. That's not to excuse that his. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fact that he didn't wasn't maybe the hardest worker. <laughs> but I remember when he won the starting job one of those years, yeah. and he ran a zone read. And he got he ran it perfectly. He pulled it. The defensive end crashed. He ran about three yards. The linebacker and safety came up to him, and he slid for a three and a half yard gain. 
And I don't know if he was under orders to do that. I can't imagine he he did that on it, but maybe he did. But like, it's like if he'd have been taught, if he'd have been coached like uh, any, I don't know, Tebow, anybody, like, hey man, you're six five, you're a big dude. Run these dudes over, like you, you run around them, of, run them over. Part of your job, part of your deal, is to be able to run too and get first downs. And when he slid, I was, I think it was the thirty nothing game actually. When he slid in the first quarter of that game after doing reading it perfectly. You're like, oh, I'm this like, well, is going to go well. This, this, this can't work. This can't work. Riley Skinner wouldn't have slid right there, and he's 70 pounds lighter than you. Chicken or the egg question from uh, Undunked Know Me. Yes, I think that's right. Uh, you don't know me. You don't know. Oh, I'm sorry. Come on, man. Sorry. I just do terrible with these things on the Twitter. The Twitter <laughs> well, That's handles. the Twitter things, man. The yeah. problem is I'm looking at the other the the other name, and then yeah, I'm trying to get... that's I, the yeah, problem with Twitter on Facebook. Yeah. You know, I know Gator Kirk probably not Chicken a Chicken of the egg name. question, which one will happen first for the football team? We win more games or will we get more top-tier recruits? Thanks, always, as always, fellas. I think you got to win more games. I think that it starts this year. you got to win more games. And then maybe you can start yeah. here or there picking off a guy or two mm. that are in that mm. upper echelon of uh, the talent pool you're talking this, about. This was your last – this past class was your last chance to get big-time recruits without having wins. Yeah, now you got to win. Unless yeah, it, you know, unless the NIL money comes out of heaven, because yeah, I mean, the, the, you still could sell hope at this point. If you're not winning games this season, it's gonna be hard to sell. Win, you know, a lot of hope. So this guy, uh, Central Florida Knoll fan, asks a question that we've entertained all of us as fans numerous times, and he had a follow up with it that I want to talk about for a second. He writes, "In your opinion, which non-rival school has the worst and best fans?" All right, so best fans. I'm going to tell you, Oklahoma or Nebraska. Everybody says Nebraska. Both are great. I've been to both stadiums more than once. I've attended games there multiple times. Yeah, their fans, both Nebraska and Oklahoma, are. They've still been selling out that place for. Oh well, there's nothing else to do, Corey. Well, but sure, yes. but still, uh, yeah. But but I will tell you, they're great fans. Yeah, and and so are the OU people, and it just awesome fans. Now, uh, worst fans that are non rivals. Is kind of difficult to answer because obviously, as Knowles, we're going to say either Miami or Florida, but you can't do that. Um, and, and, well, then how, and also, how do you define worse? Because like when you're at the stadium, I didn't feel like Notre Dame's fans were terrible. I but, did, but encounter, but but I was in the press box. Oh, so I was in the stands, <laughs> I just, and I encountered a holes. Uh, the lot I, of them. So my point was, I was impressed when when they you got drugged. The, you picked the a hole section oh, of the stadium. Nothing but, buddy. <laughs> nothing but. In two thousand three, when FSU went up there and just destroyed them, Cravatha Thorpe just caught another touchdown pass. Mm-hmm. All whites, by the way, looking oh, sharp. That was beautiful. Those were the best uniforms. Yes. At that day, I was impressed that their fans stayed till the end. Yeah, the alma mater. You know, that was yeah. like that's impressive, man. That's that's a good. They're fan always base. saying oh, welcome and, to Notre but, Dame. Yeah. And the, the, on the campus. Welcome to Notre Dame. I hope you enjoy your time. But, no, but no, no, personal, no, I didn't get that. Yeah. <laughs> but personal interactions, yeah, have, have uh, I've heard a lot of horror stories. Oh, yeah. My personal interactions were terrible, and I'm usually... Listen, I think I'm a pretty reasonable fan, because I loathe, and this is the second part of what he wrote. For what it's worth, he says, I think Texas A&M is the worst. No opinion on the best, because I believe most college football fans suck, is what he said. Sure. I think he's right. Yeah, absolutely. I think most... I think fans in the, general. Fans generally yeah. suck. Yeah. You, you mean... It's disappointing to look around at your fellow man in a collective because most of the time when you get large groups of people, they always suck. Yeah. Individuals well, are great. The problem is individuals is are awesome. Out of 100 people, there might be five that suck. Five that suck, but they're always the loudest. Yes, and the ones you remember, obnoxious. they stick out. Yeah. yeah. When, I, when I was in, growing up, selling Cokes at the Orange Bowl, Woo. and the stuff I saw, 
Uh, it was unbelievable. It I made mean, you just, disappointed just, in human beings. Just, I mean, the stuff you see now on YouTube, the fights. Oh, yeah. Like, I would see him every week as like a 13, 14-year-old But you just kid. reminded me what you don't do. Don't step to a dude who likes to fight with your hands down around your waist <laughs> like we did. <laughs> like we saw yeah. Oh, just don't step. Just don't step to people. But if you do, yeah. don't do it with your hands down here because my man will punch your ticket. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, worst fans, I, I can't really answer because I, I agree with the second part of what he wrote. That- I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out on a limb and say Harvard. Never been to a game. Uh, don't even know how many fans they get at the games. But I'm going to guess that Harvard fans are obnoxious. Brutal. Brutal. And, and, uh, I'll tell you what, I don't man. know that they're obnoxious. I no mean, one, they are, certainly they, are, they are people you would not want to hang out Here's with, I think. What's interesting to me is, like, what's your perception of, like, I think a lot of Americans' perceptions of the British is that they're a little bit classier sometimes. Oh, not the hooliganism that goes and, on over. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. The, you see the, the dude, accents. The dude rump, run the uh the pitch the other day and start mm. swinging on dudes. Yeah. You can say the field on this it's show. It's okay to say you pitch. No, I like that Iris says that. I'm trying. Just trying. He's right. Trying. He's right. How about that? That would never happen. What? I mean, like, some dude run out onto the field and just start swinging at people. Oh, Like, well, we have streakers. Yeah. But I don't know. I can't remember somebody going out and just starting trying well, to punch look, people. Well, look, yeah. It's every, every, you know, every Again, every, collective every country, groups of yeah. people, shaky and sorry. Uh, <laughs> here we yes. go. Joey writes, Guys, I learned to hate Stephen Ross the afternoon my Dolphins held a Tim Tebow day for a game against the Jets in Miami. Yep, he had a special game honoring our bitter rivals quarterback. What moment or decision made you wish death upon your owner? Well, this will go back to Hugh Culverhouse, the uh, owner of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who ostracized Doug Williams and also uh, guaranteed that we couldn't draft Bo Jackson because he made a racist comment to him in an interview in which Bo said, I'll never play in Tampa Bay. So Hugh Culverhouse frequently gave Buccaneer fans of my childhood lots of reasons to wish him dead. Who'd y'all draft? Oh, y'all did draft Bo, right? And he just didn't play We're for never going to play. Yeah, but he was drafted by you guys, right? I wonder who you could have gotten with the second or third pick of that draft. Yeah, in fact, because, yeah, for sure, they definitely... And then he's like, I'm going to go play baseball. Yeah. And he was in the major leagues, I think, eight... Weeks later, I mean, who who knows with that guy? How about our lives? I was thinking about this the other day, and I'll let you get back to that. Our in the eighties, not only did we have Dion and Bo, like it was just, it wasn't even that, un, it wasn't even that big a story. I mean, I know they did commercials out of it, but we we got used to seeing those guys play two professional sports at a pretty high level. Yeah, and there was a really good major league pitcher with one arm. <laughs> like just the stuff that happened in the eighties. It's like, man, that's yeah, it was nuts how we grew up. It was the 86 draft for Bo Jackson, and the Bucks had the number one pick. Yeah. They took Bo Jackson, even though he had stated on numerous occasions that he would never play for the Bucks, and he even alluded to the interaction that he had had with Hugh Culverhouse as to the reason why. Uh, and then, of course, he didn't, and he ended up going to play for the Royals, uh, and he was uh, phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. Well, who was, I thought you were looking up who the second pick of the draft Oh, do you was. want me to do that? I well, can do that during the break. We was, actually are about to take a break, okay. so I, I can easily do that. I am kind of curious. Well, but it, was answer. there any – Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm Peter Angelos, but there was not like one specific moment. It's Orioles, just been 20 yeah. years of ruining the My franchise. dad hated – he doesn't own the team anymore, but Rankin-Smith, when he owned the Falcons, just kept hiring Marion Campbell. And my dad could not – he's like – he Marion Campbell had the worst NFL winning percentage of all time. He had been fired twice. And then he hired him again for a third time. Was he a swamp fox or something like that? Is that yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a good defensive coordinator, Ira. Don't get it wrong. But he was a terrible head coach. Let's go down memory lane before the break, even though I'm getting yelled at. So the second pick in that draft was the Atlanta Falcons. Tony Casillas. Uh, you, you didn't miss much. Yeah. You didn't miss much. Jim Everett was taken third overall. Well, we that would have, then you wouldn't have gotten Testa Birdie. 
the next year. Yeah, what a, what a get. <laughs> uh, and then he had... Uh, Who, who's, whose interception records would Jameis yeah, have broken then? Yeah, right. Some of the names of the draft from those years that we can have some fun. Well, there's some, there's some big names. We'll, we'll revisit it later on. But, uh, yeah, kind of some fun. I, I love doing this, by the way. You want to talk about rabbit holes. Go year to year with the NFL draft. Like, go 80, mm-hmm. 1980 yeah. to now. And just go year to year. And you'll be surprised. Like... Half the time, oh, my God, my boy went in the fourth round. Yeah. I had no idea. Well, that's the thing, and everybody likes to make fun of recruiting rankings being wrong years later when they look at – man, look at draft picks. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it's a crapshoot. Well, it's really a crapshoot when it comes to quarterback. picks in a row where you're like, who is this dude? Did this dude even play in the league yeah. in the first round? Remember Vestie Jackson? Yes. Yeah. Dude, was the sec- it was the last pick in the second round. It's a good player. Great name. Some of the headlines. Good, hey, good Real value. Good value right there. <laughs> Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Seminole Headlines is brought to you by Register Sausage, serving the Florida Panhandle and Lower Alabama for over 75 years. To find a store near you or to buy directly from Registers, head to registermeats.com. That's registermeats.com. Seminole Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. Badass Tom Rathman went in the third round of that draft, everybody. Mm. And... Pat Swilling, the linebacker, yeah, went in the Georgia, third round. Georgia third round home. was all the value right there. That was a, a good draft. You can bet what I'm doing after this show. 86 draft, buddy. <laughs> yeah. We're deep diving. Do a deep dive on We're that. Deep Do a video on it. All right, more questions. More questions. Uh, okay, I cannot do this. Why do we keep getting asked about Destin Hill? Is this now just a running joke? Probably. I think part of it is. It has to be, right? Uh, he's yeah. not a real person. He but we know that. Real right? That's been established. He's not a real person. He's Kaiser Sose. Maybe, maybe this fall. Maybe this fall. Yeah. Hold your breath. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Sam wants to know, this question is directly uh, for Sweet Pea. Mm. I've been patiently waiting for weeks, and still no new name for the newly assembled running back lineup. Dos tres. Uh, yeah, we don't. Uh, we got it. I still think there's somebody. You don't think they're. You think they're done in the portal with running backs? You think they're done? Probably. I think so. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll I'll get in the lab and I'll figure something out. Uh, I thought Sean Gone was exceptional last year. It, it was, was a lot met, better than the previous year. It was met with mixed results. What was the one? What was the that? Flock one? of seagulls or whatever yeah, it was. Oh toe, yeah, the web toes. Toe, yeah, toe. toes. Yeah, that was awful. <laughs> no, that was, those were both great. No, no. you've really been incredible. slipping lately in your older age. I mean, I think both of those are exceptional. I and need I'll, you to I'll get find back on one. point. I'll find another one for this year. All right. Mark writes: With the current state of the men's basketball team being what it is, should we get Register Sausage to go with a promo code of pity? Until we win a game. Also, what needs to happen for the men's basketball team to win a game and make the NIT? Yeah, it's tough times, guys. It is. It is. It hurts. It hurts. Pitt's coming to town, though. They're favorite against Pitt. Tomorrow. Yeah. Might get a win. On a yeah. Balls McWednesday. Yeah, late night. 9, 9 o'clock PM. tip. Going to get loose. 9 PLC, p.m. Double C, buddy. For Pitt FSU. Uh, all right. Feels to me like Norvell is the guy before the guy. Oh, here we go. This is from Chris. Much needed in terms of getting us back on our feet, but the next guy is when we'll get back to running things. 
Well, could be. Could be. An important year for Mike to try to prove he's not the guy that's going to lead the guy, but yeah, rather he's the, the guy. The guy. Yeah. You would definitely rather take over the program today than three years ago or five years ago. But he's still got a chance, man. Give, give the guy a chance. Give him a chance. Yeah, just give him a chance. Come on, guys. Josh wants to know, can we get some audio of Jimbo saying sliced bread that just reappears on the show over and over again? I'd like that. Yeah, get Tom Lane can do that in 20 seconds. Come on, T. Lang. Yeah, I like it. Uh... With all the waiting, watching, and hand-wringing this week over how and when the Florida legislative session will revise its NIL legislation, what the hell are we doing? Why are we waiting around? There's no sheriff in town, guys. Has anyone set up the Roids for Atkins boys GoFundMe yet? I'm all in on the cheating. Yes, and uh, that is Sir Stuart Wall. That's not even cheat. Well, I guess the steroids would be, but uh, the, the NIL isn't even cheating. Just set it up. Just pay, pay, get the best lineman in the Just country. Just need to come the money. Here. Just yeah. need the money. But yeah, it is a it is a bit of a bummer that apparently it's going to be is it being stonewalled by the legislature here? I, I mean, I think it'll get resolved. We'll see. I'm not too worried about it. I think it'll get resolved. All right, uh, Brandon writes. It took a while, but it seems Miami has made a good OC and DC hire. Oh, I beg to differ. I'm not sure they did. FSU has made some off field additions that look strong, but do you think Norvell will regret not upgrading the on field staff when he had the chance to do so? There's a lot of community on a staff. With two bad seasons, or a lot of continuity yeah. on a staff with two bad seasons. Well, I think it's a fair I, point. I think that is a fair point. I think it's one that we've all kicked around a little bit, and certainly I've I've said publicly as well that I think there have been some mistakes made. But I also don't know who they went after and were told no by, or who they had a legitimate chance to get or pry away. Well, I mean the Tokars one I think was going to have that's been predetermined. I also I mean, like that hire, and and so that was. You know, people are like, "Oh, he just went to his analyst, or whatever." Well, the guy, the reason the guy came here mm. from an on-the-field job at Memphis was to to be in line for this job when it came open. And so he's that's well thought of in yeah. most coaching circles. Um, yeah. I don't have a problem with Randy Shannon. I think it's. I mean, I know you, you're not a huge, I'm fan. Not a huge fan. I think no. he. I think he's fine. I think it's. I don't think you need a whole lot more than that at the linebacker coach. Uh, the wide receiver position is the one where you feel like. I mean, and I think Alex Atkins. I don't think you're going to be disappointed with what Alex Atkins does with Mike Norvell Love Alex coordinating Atkins. the offense. Agree so, with that. to me, the one that, that feels like the biggest whiff is that they didn't make a change of wide receiver, and they didn't make a change of wide receiver. We'll just have to see how. I mean, it plays also, out. though, if you take a like a thirty thousand foot view of it, you know, Florida State's two coordinators, which are very important positions. The last, the offensive coordinator's last job was at Charlotte, and the defensive coordinator's last position was at Marshall. And before that was at a bunch of small schools. So I can understand people being like, and I'm not saying they're right or wrong, just putting that out there. I can see people, even with what Atkins did with the offensive line, and we all think he's a good coach and you want to keep him. I wanted to keep him People are like, all right, man, is this the best Florida State can do as you go tap the likes of UNC Charlotte and Marshall for your OC and D.C.? That's not what Miami just did. Miami just got the D.C. from yeah, Auburn. Yeah, well, we also have to see how it works out right, for that. Right. No, I'm yeah. saying, yeah, but in February that people right. might be a little – uh, there might be a little trepidation there. By the way, a little update on Brady. Got an email from his language arts teacher <laughs> saying, um, uh, yeah, the I looked been up. Taken? No, I looked up in the middle. We're, they were having a test. In the middle of a test, they take the test on the computer. She looks up and she say she sees that Brady's on ESPN's front page. <laughs> and she's like, well, that's weird. He couldn't already be done with that test. We've only been doing it for 20 minutes. And no, he wasn't. He had taken a break from the test to check for trades on ESPN. See, here's the thing. When he's... On around the horn in twenty years or ten years or five, whenever it right, is, right. or he's like on Stephen A. Smith's show debating with Stephen A. Smith. This is gonna be a great anecdote. Oh, sure, yeah, we could run this back, but yeah, yeah we're not real fired up. He just got a very angry text from his dad <laughs> during the break about 
Like, at least be smart enough not get caught. I was going to say, I mean, this is less about checking the trades and right. more about getting caught and checking the trades. And he even said, trades. I only was on there for a few minutes. I only well, had a yeah, few questions. Apparently, in those few minutes, I they know. caught you. He goes, I don't even know how she caught me. I'm like, man, because it's you're you, hard. buddy. You're not, you're not as sly as you think. Man, so, we were lucky awesome. to not have phones in school when we were in school. Yeah, and, and passing uh, notes was about. I was going to guess the rules are that you can't pull them out in class. Uh, man, it's, it's kind of wild. Loose, My you know. son's schools, they, they, that's it. They'll take them. They it, took no, Clark's phone the other day. No, his phone got taken. I don't think he had his phone out at that time. I think he. The problem was he. The only reason he knew about the trade was because instead of finishing his test, he decided to go to ESPN.com for a few minutes and then texted me after the class. So uh, that was that was a good email to just get. Knox Noel wants to know why I don't interview the head coach on Mondays anymore. Well, I'm open to it. Uh, this got convoluted. Uh, I did, and it's not Mike Norvell's fault. I want to point that out. He didn't do anything wrong. Um, obviously, for years, going back to Jimbo Fisher and then later on with Coach Taggart, I had them on, uh, interviewed them every Monday. Actually, I did those interviews on Sundays. Uh, when ESPN basically, uh, well, a couple things. When ESPN shut down, uh, but also a contract was signed, Florida State football is on a rival network. So there's, like, they want, contractually, they want their guys to be the only ones who can interview the coach. And so this became a big to-do yeah. because the coach wanted to interview with me, as most reasonable people who know anything about sports would want to do. They'd right. want to talk to me as opposed yeah. to the other station. That was, that, I thought that would have been a part of his contract yeah, when he came over from Memphis. But, but to his credit, he basically said, look, uh, I'm not going to go on a non-sports station, and I'm not gonna, if I can't do it with Jeff, then I'm not going to do it. So that's how that worked. All right, well, let's get back in there this year. Well, especially when they're 7-0, and you're going to be wanting to talk yeah. to them on Monday. That's, gonna, that's up to those folks at the other place. Um, all right, so I think most of the Twitters, let's see. Oh, would we consider, would FSU consider Brian Flores for a head coaching position if the Knowles don't make a bowl game this year? I think that'd be awesome, but I think he wants to coach in the NFL. That, might, that ship might have sailed, though. Well, we'll see. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, yeah, he, could, he looks like a really he's pretty darn good with the dogs. Yeah. Very good coach, yeah. yes. Um, on to baseball, gentlemen. Jeff, when you talk to me, to ask him what happened to the Pensacola games. Oh, that's what I was bringing up uh, earlier. Okay, there you go, Sean. Uh, me and the crew were gearing up for it out here. I think a lot of people in Pensacola were. Corey, when you and I were speaking to the Seminole Club there in Pensacola before yeah. the start of the last football season, uh, where we met so many nice people, uh, a lot of them were bringing up this baseball series. And it is about time that we all interview meet here again real soon. Uh, yeah. I'm going to have him on. I do the one-hour special week. every year. So we, we, we will ask him. I'll find out if it's still in the coffers or not. I mean, uh, I definitely want it to happen. What are we doing? What are we doing, man? Let's go. A Pensacola, that'd be a fun trip. I might actually do that, Ira. Three-game trip. What's three-game set with the LSU baseball team in Pensacola? You're not allowed to go to Bluxy while you're there, though. No, no, I don't need to if I'm in Pensacola. I know Bookie's over there. Uh, a lot of people are asking about baseball. I went back over to the Facebook questions now. Baseball season right around the corner. What are your expectations for this team, right, Zach? They're very high. Very high from what I hear, what I read, the people I've talked to. Um, I mean, they've got arms for days that they're excited about. Including two elite ones. Elite, to, elite. To start the rotation. That's correct. So two elite arms and some others that may blossom into high draft picks because of their uh, velo. Mm, that's short for high, velocity. High velo, everybody. Which is weird because the word isn't velocity. No. It's velocity. So why is high velo? V, high velo, Corey. High velo. They got it. Baseball high coaches, velo. Man. Yeah, they just, yeah. yeah. They're like, I'm going to pronounce that. it. They got the high like. velo. Anyhow, and then uh, we, we hear they're able to put bat to ball this year. That'd be, Certainly can't yeah. do worse than they did a year ago in terms of not putting bat to ball. So right. I'd like to believe that that's maybe be more case. watchable. Maybe a little yeah. bit more watchable product. Yeah. So that, I'm very excited as well. 
And I think we're done here, guys. We have one minute left. We can just kind of shoot the breeze here. We got to everybody. We did a good job. Okay. I thought you I got was to all the Facebook strong. questions. Yeah, I'm back on them. I, I went back. He's, you you go to war for Facebook, doesn't he? he it's, it's odd. It's odd. the whole thing. It's like it's it's always me. I'm the one that's carried this segment for the better part of a decade now. And uh, it's Iris, just fun the one to that say better he, part of a decade. He, isn't he, it? he you wring your hands more about it than anyone. Just want to make sure the people the, are. The people I'm a man are, of the people. Yeah, I know you are. I know you are. That's how I'm going to be when we open our restaurant. Right. Like you're going to be trying to tr- overcharge. He's going to be screaming at the people at the, behind not, the bar. I'm not screaming at anybody. The, We're the darkness is bubbling the up. The problem you're going to see with me as the bartender is that like around 9 p.m. when the games are going on and stuff, you're going to pull me aside and be like, I told you. You cannot be blitzed with all the patrons. Yes, yeah. and you've while ignored him for thirty minutes. You've been laughing with this yeah. guy Ted over here about the game while yeah. you're pounding beers. He wants a beer. We're here to serve the people. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the kind of conversation. It wouldn't be because I was being mean. And we'd be on the strip, right? We'd be on Tennessee. No, 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 no. We oh no, we're gonna be there. out with the adults. Oh, we gotta be out. Yeah, all North right. Side or something. That we can't. I be. might be out then. You I, don't want to be on the strip? Are you crazy? I know, and they would never. T- they don't tip, oh. right? That's what I hear about college kids. Yeah, they don't tip. Broke? Yeah, they're they broke. They suck. They're, they're allowed obnoxious. Yeah, dollar beers. Ain't nobody yeah. got time for that. You're right. You're right. The yeah, problem is, CP fault. would go out of business if you weren't going there anymore. Well, and Horizons that's true. would go out of business if you weren't ordering food from there. Yeah, anymore. boy, I'm, I was at Horizons over the weekend. So I mean, I ordered up a, a, a hearty plate, guys. Daddy might be there this week. All if anybody right. wants to come you have out, to let me know. Give me a text. Good job, Director Matthew. Good job, Corey and Ira. Good job, me. Thanks, everybody. Be well.